Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, she's back from her travels. We have Marge. That's right, I'm back, bitches. Oh, <laughs> flag, flag, YouTube flag. No, oh. come on. That's <laughs> Tell them. Flag. They flag just, everything. They flag everything. I was everything. just trying to bring the professionalism and, and some levity. Thank you, Marge. It's in production. Yeah. So, uh, Marge from Canada and everyone's favorite host of Bite Me the Show about edibles. Nice. It's good to have you back, Marge. We have missed you. Oh, thanks. And Filmy Bolt in the chat too. there said we have missed you as well. Yes, you've Aww. been thoroughly missed. We we, uh, we go a little bit crazy when Marge isn't here, I'm afraid. So I know. I know I bring a sense of calm and rationality to this group yes so. indeed it, it's it will voice, be noticed i'm the sure calming yes. voice that does it <laughs> yes man and we also have bubble huck what's up bubble g'day guys bubble here everybody's favorite half asleep australian um <laughs> yeah going good actually i um i may have smoked a little too much last night so i was probably I was still awake smoking smoking joints at like 1 30 this morning and it's now 6 a.m so doing well Nice. Doing well. I'm here. That's what matters. Indeed. You're here. You're awake. You have coffee and refer. So it's all good. I do have coffee. Yes. Nice. Man, I've been drinking far too much coffee this week. Far too much coffee. And even messaged Jordan River because it's his fault. Because, you know, we spoke about coffee. Sorry, monkey. We'll get to you in a second, bro. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going on random tangent. You know, <laughs> you can tell I've been drinking too much coffee, right? But we, a while ago, we had Jordan on the show and I was speaking about coffee and they're like, yeah, but you guys drink instant coffee. And, he, you know, just I could, I could feel the, uh, the the bombastic side eye he was giving me through the, <laughs> the screen. You know? <laughs> like, you, you dirty instant coffee drinkers. Who's uh, drinking so, instant coffee? Well, this is what we drink in the UK, just instant coffee. Are so, you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, you've seen that. Now that's the bombastic side eye from March too. Thanks, March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got I went and got a proper coffee machine, and I went and got proper coffee, and you know now I've been just smashing through too much of this coffee because it's so good. Because right. oh, Jordan down. shamed you into getting proper coffee. Yeah, yeah, and I messaged you. I'm like, this is your fault, bro. I'm drinking far too much coffee. I feel like I'm buzzing all the fucking time. Think I get a caffeine crash halfway through the day. Like I need to sleep. And <laughs> Gets it's to two in the up. afternoon, and you're like, just I'm mm-hmm. just gonna lay down on the couch for a little while. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to sleep right now. I'll be back. But yes, we also have Monkey Do. What's up, Monkey? Uh, that's right, bitches. Monkey here. <laughs> I had to throw it out there. What the hell, though? <laughs> monkey down here in the blazing hot southeast of the USA, man. I'm talking like today, we're looking at high 90s, approaching 100. No rain. Oh, come on. It's a broken Not record. Damn. I've been saying a thing for the last two months, man. Please send some cool temperatures bubble. That sweater weather, bro. <laughs> sweater? <laughs> yeah, I sweat like crazy. I'm one hell of a sweater in this weather. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, what? what's like, what's 90 to 100? You're talking what? 30, uh, 30 34, 35? 37, about 37. That's all right. That's not bad. 37? <laughs> that's pretty warm. Yeah, I like that. I yeah, like that's that. a bit warm, that is. Yeah, well, come on warm. over. You like it? Come on, get it, man. That's yeah, fine. See, we, we only we only start complaining once it hits 40 and above. Once 40. it's over once it's over 40, that's a problem. No, we start complaining yeah. around 35, and then from there on up, even, you know, past 40, whatever. Yeah, but at 35, we've had enough. It's like 35 and up. You're talking pretty humid heat as well, right? Oh, yeah. This is a coastal temperature so yeah humid lots of humidity and not too bad if you got enough wind blowing but you know usually you don't have too much of that Mm -mm. yeah that's toasty it it is toasty but anyway i'm in the air con i'll I'll live nice well just just surviving yeah yeah, there's uh there's been like a thousand people die in europe over the summer so far because we don't have air con here thousand people really Mm. yeah well, there's shit. a few, but a few have passed in the in the states, and then there's been like forty something odd people have died over the last heat wave. 
Yeah, they've had uh, several in Texas die. They've had some really horrific temperatures through Texas and Louisiana and yeah. some areas of Florida this week. It's ter- terrible, terrible numbers. I, I heard a story about some um, some young fella, and he was like, for whatever reason, out in the middle of the desert, and it was like peaking at 48 C. Yeah, that's fucking hot. 48 Damn. degrees, that's mm-hmm. fucking Eight hot. degrees Celsius mm-hmm. is right. melt your face. That's, Del- poor, that's valley hot, man. That's serious. Yeah, yeah. You know. But this poor kid apparently has called his old boy and been like, look, you know, my car's broken down or I'm stuck out here or something, and the temperature's, like, cranking up. And so his, his dad or his stepdad or whatever it was got in the car and was, like, booking it to get out to set, to help his um his kid and then got into an accident, died <laughs> in the accident, no. and then the kid died in the heat. Oh, oh Lord. God. Damn. It was like, it's as if that day could not get worse. Like That almost uh, sounds well, like a story that's too too spectacular. You know, they really couldn't have happened, is what, what you're thinking, you know. That's that's what, that's you know, I'm reading it thinking, no, come on. And really? then it just one of those stories that got worse and worse and worse as it went on. I'm thinking, fuck, that poor family. More miserable, more yeah. miserable. That's right. Damn. But for now, right. I think it's time for the cannabis news and events. Are we all ready? Let's do it. Born ready. So here we are for the cannabis news and events this week. We've got some good news to be hitting this week, which is a change because, you know, it's difficult to find the good news over here. But I think mainly because instead of typing in my usual search word, which is cannabis news UK, and then making it last week, I just typed in cannabis news to see what was going on around the world and avoided the whole UK thing. So we have good news this week, but does anybody want to jump in and go first? Well, mine's kind of long and it's kind of drawn out. So we might as well start there. You know what I mean? That's what she said. (laughs) All right, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So this is a RFK junior pledges to legalize marijuana and psychedelics using revenue to fund farms where people recovering from drug addiction can grow organic food. Nice. That's a long title. That was. It is a long title. Did, did you mean the title? You know, the title was long and drawn out as well. You know, that's the whole article right there. We're done. <laughs> well, the, that's all you need yeah. to know. It's all, 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 it's all yeah. in the title. It's actually, it's actually almost the first line of the whole story. There, it's like uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a 2024 Democratic presidential candidate says that he would legalize marijuana and psychedelics if elected to the White House and attacks both substances using the revenue to create healing centers where people recovering from drug addiction could learn organic farming as a therapeutic tool. He also voiced support for freeing up banking services for the cannabis industry. So that's in a nutshell what he thinks he can do there. Now, I don't know about you guys, but where are we going to take all these people and put them on a farm to teach them organic gardening? That's, that's like- Bill Gates. Bill Gates owns loads of farmland in the USA. There, that's, I didn't figure that in. That's what it is. We just got to get Bill and Melissa Gates Foundation involved in this thing. Okay, that's what we got. So she can't have them involved to become a modern chain gang, man. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The candidate's position on drug policy reform has been vague around the time he entered the race, but quickly came into sharp focus as he promotes progressive policies that in some cases go well beyond that of incumbent President Joe Biden. Now, if you guys remember, there was a very quick and fast comment made by the Biden uh, campaign saying uh, on stage uh, during some kind of a debate or, or, or appearance that we will, let me say, we will uh, decriminalize I think it was the words where we will decriminalize marijuana and expunge the crimes of those convicted. Was I mm-hmm. believe it's what the statement was made on stage. Now we all know that that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So I will say that no matter what he does, it's going to go past uh, the Biden administration. So it's very good. He says I would legalize psychedelic drugs and some uh, some form of legalization. He said, adding that he doesn't necessarily envision a commercial market where anyone could visit a shop and buy substances that would be regulated access. His plan doesn't stop with simple legalization, however. I'm going to decriminalize marijuana on a federal basis, allow states to regulate it, continue to tax it federally, and use those tax funds 
to fund the recovery programs, he said. And I would do the same thing for psychedelic drugs, which I do not think should be criminalized. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, I have yet to, this is the first political candidate other than maybe Bernie that's uh, in favor of looking at psychedelics, you know, openly mm -hmm. stating this. So the cannabis and psychedelic tax funded recovery program that he has in mind is inspired by an Italian treatment center called San Patrigano, which takes people struggling with addiction or those who are at risk and provides support through an agriculturally centered approach. Residents become involved in activities such as gardening, forestry, and animal care. Now, this is kind of almost chain gangy, don't you think, guys? Yeah, that's that's what. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, uh, what do you mean chain, chain gang? gang? What's what's that? Well, it's it's a forced labor term. You know, it's basically you, yeah. You're pretty much you're owned by the state, <laughs> and this labor. is what you're going to be doing until we say you're not. So you, you, know may those, not, you, you may not be in prison, but you're still going to be, let's say, detained. You know, yeah, those it depends on how it's all set up. I mean, it could very easily turn into some kind of like, yeah, a chain gang type thing, or maybe it'll look a lot differently. Sorry, yeah, you know those, you know those movies, Mackie, where they're like all standing on the side of the road, chained together, chipping away at the road. That's I've chain been gang. working on the wheel. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Typically, <laughs> you, you don't see chain gangs that much around in the U.S. I haven't seen a physical chain gang in forever, but you do see uh, uh, prison work parties alongside the roads, picking trash up and things such as that. It's that's fairly common. So, I guess. In a, in a nutshell, it's very similar to what's, what's happening here, except that, like Marge said, you could maybe be, this could almost be like an outpatient kind of a situation where maybe you live home and you come to work and, and do your thing and then you go back home at the end of the night. I don't know. Yeah, because he's talking about treatment centers, right? Like yes. having treatment centers. So, I mean, a lot of people voluntarily go to treatment centers. Mm -hmm. And maybe he's just talking about having like more robust programs to build community and knowledge and all this stuff so when they go back into the real world they're not so yeah. alone because obviously that's you know yeah important. i mean skills are always good i have no problem at all yeah with that. so yeah if it's what he's wanting to do it's a little bit vague but i mean he's just spitballing is what i'm seeing here it okay. sounds a little lofty it, it does doesn't it to me i mean i like what he's saying and what he's proposing and i think it could be very positive if he actually follows through on it mm-hmm if he should follow through, I mean, it's very rare that you come across a politician where you're like, uh, I kind of, I'll, I wouldn't say trust because that's a little bit too far, but I think this guy has some integrity. And if he says right. he's going to do this, then he is going to do it. From what I've seen from RFK so far, he's not a like staunch advocate of the use of cannabis, but he sees that criminalizing it is not the right direction to go in. And Right. He, he seems very rational, this guy does. I've been monitoring what he's been doing for the last I don't know, couple of weeks, maybe a month, seeing the work that he's doing and the podcast he's been on and all of this kind of shit. And he seems to be a good guy, man. I'm kind of liking this guy. And if I was in the USA and the Democratic primary came along and I was looking for somebody to vote for, it would quite possibly be this guy. He well, seems very, a bit, very interesting. Bit a bit early right now, Mackie. You know? Yeah, it is for sure. It is. You know, you, you never know. But Biden might run again. You're gonna have to uh, rush to vote for him. No. Don't get Come me on. started on that now. <laughs> My butt's been wiped. <laughs> All right. Let's chew up a little bit more of the story here. Uh, the, the note about safe banking laws seemed to be a reference to the bipartisan Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act to, pro to protect financial institutions that work with state legal cannabis businesses from being penalized by federal regulators. However, the, propose the proposal to impose a federal tax on marijuana sales would go further than incremental reforms. Now, this is the first guy that's saying that, yeah, I'll make it legal but I'm going to tax it too. At least he's being honest. I don't like the mm. idea that he's doing that, but you know, he's already telling you, I'll make it legal, but you're going to pay me for it. And he hadn't even announced how much he's thinking about making the tax either. So mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. he also criticized much of the existing approach to drug treatment in the United States. We have a very good idea of what works and a vision of what we need to do in, in this country. And we need to make addiction treatment simple, easy, and cheap, Kennedy said. A lot of the drug treatment industry has devolved because of a variety of factors. It's almost a predatory industry. Now, that's true because in a lot of cases, the situations in your rehab put you in, in situations that it's very easy to relapse into because you don't have the support once you're out. 
or they put mm -hmm. you into an environment to where you're unfortunately in with the wrong kind of people. Sometimes there's, there's a lots of different things that different people have to do within their own recovery. And it needs to be tailored individually to the person, not a one size fits all. So I think that's what he's referring to right there. With, re with respect to psychedelics, the candidate said that uh, he's reviewed studies on the substance and there are so many people being helped in different ways by them that we have to make it easier and maybe prescribe them or give them therapeutically. I don't know about just buying them in stores. I have to look at that, he said. But one way or another, we need to make it easier for people to use them in ways that could benefit our children and could benefit everybody. I've seen it in my own family, the benefits of it. He said that he's seen miraculous recoveries from psychedelic drugs from PTSD veterans who have used it, from people who have suffered severe depression, OCD, and many, many other industries. I'm not saying blanket legalization, but we need to make it easy for, for uh, psychiatrists and therapists who are gaining or trained to access, be able to use this on their patients as an experiment to see if we can get good results. Kennedy, the former son of Eternal General Robert Kennedy and the nephew of President John F. Kennedy said that he would enact cannabis reforms as president and said that the current state of federal policy conflict is absurd. Now, what he's referring mm -hmm. to there, legal here, here. in the state, not legal in the federal. So, yeah, you can't even cross the state border with it right now, legally. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's talking, I, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of sense on a candidate here, you know, at least yeah. he's starting to look at some things here. And it actually, the article makes it sounds like he's more interested in psychedelics than cannabis is what I'm reading in from it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, man. I mean, that's fine with me either way. We need to look at both of them, actually. Yeah, absolutely. He's not yeah. wrong. And I like he's also addressing the banking issue, too, which is probably important. He's addressing loads of shit. I like this guy. Yeah. I like this guy. And I think that a lot of people like him, too. And because of that, the media are going to slate him for the next year until that election comes along, man, because it's still like just over a year, about 14 months until the, the Democratic election, the, the presidential elections. Right, Monkey? A little over a year, yeah, year and a half. When does the Democratic primary start? It's not very far away, is it? The primary will start next year. Um, the election will be twenty twenty four. Yeah, November yeah, like November twenty four. Yeah, yeah, but when does the Democratic primary? Because they have the Democratic and Republican race to pick the nominee, and then Brother, they have the. I don't even worry about the primaries anymore. Right, right. <laughs> I'm serious. Right. Yeah, I, I like the primaries, man. I like the primaries. That's that's where the real entertainment is. <laughs> well, if, if I could affect the primaries in such a way that it could help get a better candidate there, I would definitely be more well, you involved could in the primary. You've just no, got to have really. like, a f no, you're going to have a few million, mate. If you had a few oh. million to throw it, then yeah, you can have plenty of effects on that well, primary. Bro. That's what I'm doing wrong. I that's what you, yeah, to bring my sure. checkbook. The, the use of your cash is also freedom of speech. Okay, right. just so you know right. that. That's my kind of speech. I'm speaking with my wallet, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. like legit. I'm not even telling stories here. That, that's one of the rules. It's like the way he spends his money is his freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All but... I'm going to say is that I hope he has enough money in the in the campaign budget to get himself a bulletproof Pope mobile. This is what I'm saying, the, bro. Oh, mm. some, some of the <laughs> shit he's saying is going to have shots fired. Oh, yeah. So, Damn, well, scary, man. Scary. Once they are an official candidate, they you know they they do get Secret Service protection during the campaign and whatnot like that. So. I, I know there was a guy who had Secret Service protection, no. and he was <laughs> taken out by a lone gunman. I think it was a relative of something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and also uh, another relative of his as well also had yeah, well, Secret yeah. Service protection and was uh, unfortunately uh, targeted by a lone mm. gunman. Well. So, yeah. hmm. I can read this article till I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to be honest with you. After what the Democrats did for the last election and the promises they've made and the fact that they've done absolutely nothing with it, this speech, this article means nothing to me, actually. Because Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, man. Yeah. It's just a it promise. Was, yeah, it's like here in the UK, mate. Anything our politicians say now, we're just like, yeah, whatever, you fucking lying bastards. We're just yeah, sick you... of it, man. We're all <laughs> past that stage of believing a word they fucking say. So I hope I'm wrong. I hope this guy can actually get it done or actually would try to get it done. But remember, the president can't just go in there and say, oh, it's legal now. He has to have the two right. branches, the, the House mm -hmm. and the Senate, mm -hmm. to pass it and bring it to him so he can sign it. Otherwise, it's just an executive order that can be overturned by other, other means. Mm -hmm. So even if he does follow through on his promises, he can't necessarily follow through on his promises. Yeah. Well, he has to have help to get there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, interesting guy, man. Everybody check him out if you haven't already. Go and check out RFK. But just quickly before we move on, we have um, uh, another slight news article. It was about DeSantis. What did DeSantis say? Because it was put up on the forum. I forgot what it was. Um, that one, monkey? Yeah, he um, he's, he signed an executive order uh, making it illegal to have even medical cannabis at, uh, in a drug recovery centers. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw that somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this guy doing? Well, I mean, sometimes, I don't know if he, he, I mean, we've interviewed certain doctors and they tell us that some people have big, big benefits from using cannabis to recover from opioids because it takes the edge mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm just thinking like, dude, you're the governor. You're not a doctor. Let the doctors decide exactly. what they can have in there. I would imagine most of these patients would have like a personalized program under mm-hmm. which they're working, right, with medical professionals. You see, I, I saw this article and my approach to it was uh, some people, and it's not going to be many, and cannabis is far less damaging than a lot of the other drugs that are banned. But, you know, some people are going to be there because they want to try and get off weed as well. And it reminds me of that scene in Half-Baked, you know, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. for weed? <laughs> Do you, you ever suck, suck a, a dick for marijuana? Huh? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so true. But, but you know, it's, it's definitely that approach they're going to be taking, I think, if because uh, people are going to want to try and quit using cannabis. Or some people are even forced to, because not all states are legalized. And like what happens in Ireland is they have to go and have some drug rehabilitation because they were found with cannabis and have to be like, look, I'm changing my life. I'm on this course to stop taking the devil cannabis. You know, right. That could be uh, one of the aspects of it as well, man. So, yeah. But I, I kind of think that DeSantis really hasn't looked into this or actually talked to any medical professionals about this to even. He's just, I think he's reacting off of popular media. <laughs> no, yeah, this DeSantis guy seems, uh, well, I'm, what little I know of him, I'm not much of a fan. Yeah, yeah. He, he's uh he's a bit harsh i think i don't know i don't know too much about DeSantis, but what i've seen of him so far uh i, I don't know he just seems a little bit harsh on some things so a little bit too draconian you know he's it, risky yeah. risky yeah, yeah. yeah. i would say when i was young i probably thought that, you know life was more black and white and then the older i get the more i realize that there are shades of gray out there and mm-hmm. you know some of those shades of gray are pretty subtle but mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that politicians and positions and everybody need to realize that not everybody's the same. That's right. Yeah. Cause so interesting things going on over there in the USA for sure, man. And we, we have so this piece of interesting news, which I'll quickly get to here, but uh, we, you know, that thing we can't talk about, not, not the C word, but you know, when they other things, not the, uh, the R- not the flag one, not you mean the, the R and the U thing going on there. <laughs> yeah. The R and oh, the U thing going on, you know, <laughs> The, the, the war in Russia is that what? Oh, you don't, oh, don't, you don't oh, say it. Flag, flag. Sorry, YouTube. Flag. Sorry. I was like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> told you I was gonna get a flag back on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Fine. capture the flag, man. Me and Bubble playing back, capture the flag here. <laughs> but anyway, now we said it. We might as well just carry on. Uh, Ukraine's Ukraine's president says legalizing medical marijuana can help people impacted by trauma of war with Russia. Well, all right. So Mm. the president of Ukraine is calling for the legislation of medical marijuana to help Ukrainians cope with trauma amid the ongoing war with Russia. In an address to the Ukrainian parliament on Wednesday, President Vladimir Zelensky. See, look at that. That that was. Come on. You know how crap I am with with, with words. Yeah, Yeah, but that one's been in the news for quite a while, man. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Vladimir Zelensky. Again, I'm just congratulating myself. Said that all over the uh, all of the world's best practices, all the most effective policies, all the solutions, no matter how difficult, are unusual. They may seem to us must be applied in Ukraine, so that Ukrainians, all our citizens, do not have to endure the pain, stress, and trauma of war. According to a translation, that was dodgy translation. That was I had trouble reading that. But, you know, pretty much you're saying all these people who are going to war and not even going to war, people who are just, you know, at home suffering with the, uh, the, the detrimental effects of war should be able to smoke medical cannabis to help with their PTSD, which, in, in, yeah, of course they fucking should. No, but they, what helps with PTSD even better, though, Zelensky, is some psilocybin, you know what I'm saying? So you should be talking about that, too. 
And this <laughs> article continues. In particular, we must follow, uh, we must finally fairly legalize cannabis based medicines for all those who need them with appropriate scientific research and controlled Ukrainian production. He knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ukraine's got to make this shit as well. We're not buying it from any of you crocky bastards. You're not having your money back. He said, as you. Oh, wow, I can't do that word. He said, as Ukrainska Pravda first reported, that this must be a news article or something from, uh, from Ukraine. The president stressed that providing access to medical cannabis could provide a therapeutic option for citizens who have endured more than a year of intensive conflict after Ukraine first invaded the country. No, sorry, after Russia first invaded the country in February 2022. During his presidential campaign, Zelensky also voiced support for medical cannabis legislation, saying in 2019 that he feels it would be normal to allow people to access cannabis droplets, which is possibly a reference to marijuana tinctures. So he's got some kind of idea. You know, he wants to restrict what kind of cannabis people can get. You know, they can all have droplets. You know, you can't smoke a reefer. It's like, God damn, man. Just just stop with the stupidness. Stop putting more restrictions on this shit. Just, just legalize it. Fuck's sake, man. Zelensky's mm. cabinet has got 20 jars of weed in it. It's not really. That's not what the article says. It says Zelensky's cabinet has taken steps to legalize medical cannabis, <laughs> approving <laughs> draft reform legislation last year that must still be passed by the parliament. Minister of Healthcare... Victor Leishko said that the bill would permit the circulation of cannabis plants for medical industrial purposes, scientific and scientific technical activities to create the conditions for expanding the access of patients to the necessary treatment of cancer and post-traumatic stress disorder resulting from war. Interesting. You know, it's like this article does continue. It's from marijuanamoment.net. And that's also the article of uh, Monkey Ball as well from the same website. So if you want to catch up with some cannabis news, everybody, go and check those guys out. We use those quite often. But what do you all think of this article? Should Ukraine be legalizing cannabis, even though there is some evidence to say that cannabis causes psychosis? You know, <laughs> and they will be out there on the front line with their psychosis because of their mind altering super skunk. Addiction. Uh, I, don't th- he's not a, I don't think he's talking about letting the soldiers get high on the on the lines. He's talking about you know letting them when they're not fighting have, mm-hmm. have access. Yeah, I'm sure all of us can agree here on the panel that it, of course it should be fucking legalized. People should be allowed to use it. Like just just do it. Yeah, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Well, I wonder what would be stopping him from doing it. He's just got, I suppose he's got to pass through the parliament. That's all. all right, he's got a lot of shit on his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that the uh, conservative uh, sector of the American politics are gonna are gonna be grilling him big time on this one. Like, oh yeah, he's in war and he wants to legalize weed now. So yeah, we have a, a very anti anti um, Zelensky uh, sect in 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 Congress and whatnot on there. I'm sure they're gonna grab this one. I haven't heard it yet though. But right, it could be that yeah, he just doesn't go ahead and do it already. He hasn't done it already because there's a lot of pressure from. Other, other places, places. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's the best way to put it let's just say other places you know <laughs> but other places in the west you know <laughs> yeah the, the uh, old damn. do as we say not as we do mantra mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. but yeah it would definitely be a good direction for every country to step into never mind just ukraine you know maybe should russia russia should also give this shit though you know what i'm saying might, might chill them out just a little bit I think you give it to all the soldiers and let them all chill out for a while and they're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could all have a big session, go home and, and laugh about it afterwards. Well, shit. God damn. Yeah, it's just crazy shit, man. Machines on the front lines just blowing smoke at them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know? some, some kind of an aerial uh, smoke drop or something, huh? Yeah, that's it. Just screaming at them, calm down. Just this big cluster bomb. <laughs> this big cluster bomb. It comes down, it, it breaks off into a hundred bomblets that are just reeking smoke all over everything. Oh, yeah. And it sprinkles <laughs> little doobies out everywhere as well. As, you know, <laughs> carpet mm-hmm. bombing doobies. That's right. Little, little nuggets falling from the sky here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's definitely something we should keep an eye on as uh, things move forward here in, in Europe, at least. But we have one more news article, the good one coming from Europe here, which I'll quickly cover before we move on to the next one. We have 
Luxembourg legalizes cannabis for personal use. Hey. How about hey. that? And Luxembourg really? is just a tiny place, really. It's just a small place, but it's a start, you know. So we have Another Germany domino. and Luxembourg now that have legalized cannabis for uh, adult use in their countries, which is very good to see. So Luxembourg has become the second European Union member country to legalize the possession and cultivation of cannabis for personal use after Malta. Well, cool. So, and Germany's on its way to that as well, I suppose. But these two for now, Malta and Luxembourg. After facing two years of delays, Luxembourg has taken a significant step towards ending its prohibition policy against cannabis. A majority of 38 MPs voted on Wednesday in favour of the bill legalising cannabis home cultivation and possession for recreational purposes, while 22 MPs voted against it. So that's the difference of 16. That's pretty fucking big when it comes to these kind of things. The legislation of adult-use cannabis in Luxembourg allows for the possession, consumption, and cultivation of up to three grams. Yay! How do you cultivate three grams, bro? I can more than that off of a micro-grow. Is that a typo? It should be three pounds? (laughs) You you spelt kilos wrong. God damn. <laughs> Kilograms, right? Yeah, there you go. Ah, there we go. Right. Yeah. Typo. It must have been written by Chat GPT. God damn. <laughs> However, possession, consumption, transportation, and purchase of cannabis in public spaces remains prohibited. The penalties have been reduced with fines ranging from 25 euros to 500 euros for amounts up to three grams. Uh, however, if the possession exceeds three grams, people may face criminal proceedings lasting from eight days to six months, accompanied by fines ranging from 251 euros to 2,500 euros. So there you go. This is just another plot by the Luxembourg government to let people think that it's okay. Carry some weed with you. Let me get this straight. Luxembourg legalized, but you can only possess three grams. Seems that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's uh, an interesting approach. Yeah, crazy. You know, Regarding cultivation, households are permitted to grow up to four plants as long as the cultivation is not visible from outside and the plants are not allowed to grow any taller than an inch tall. They don't really say <laughs> that last sentence. I'm just ah, taking ah, I was going to say, just... that's the only, <laughs> that's really the only way he gets three names four of them. You know, it's like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> just trigger everybody, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, it's not allowed to be visible from outside when you're cultivating it, which is fine. You know, nobody cares about that. You can cultivate four plants, but you can't possess more than three grams. That's right. So I don't know. Is sort of the, the problem with that? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is what happens. <laughs> It's what happens when lawmakers with no no real information make laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happens when you you have a bigger yield than three grams on your plant? In other words, mm-hmm. every time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a whole. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Is it is it three? It must be three grams public. So you mustn't. It just must be. You can't have more than well, three grams on you out in public. Yeah. That would make more sense than you can grow right. four plants, but got to be three grams. <laughs> you know. God damn. It says here, after Wednesday's debate, Minister of Justice Sam Tanson, who is part of the country's Green Party, emphasised that the criminalisation of cannabis has proven to be a failure, as reported by the Luxembourg news media outlet Le Essentiel. Yeah, check out my French. (laughs) (laughs) However, the law proposed... Check out my French. (laughs) You want to hear my Chinese? My Chinese is coming on very good. good. (laughs) (laughs) However, the law proposed by the coalition government faced strong criticism from the the opposition Christian Social Party. MP Giles Roth argued that the legacy market would persist and the consumption would not be effectively restricted. Added that Luxembourg adoption of this law would violate international conventions, which it used to, but it doesn't anymore because the UN has now changed their mind, haven't they? Well, not really. That was that was just a committee within the UN that made that recommendation. You know, the right, UN so hadn't officially said, okay. yeah, they haven't adopted it yet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. In the meantime, Jose Lorsky, I think that's a mix between French and German. I don't know, probably pronounced horrifically wrong. You know how I roll. Mm-hmm. From the Green Party, from the Judiciary Committee, 
said that the next phase for the country would involve the creation of a regulated system for production and sales of cannabis run by the state. So there we go. Luxembourg is kind of legalized, kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they are, they're trying to, <laughs> but goddamn, we're going to have to put a little bit of research into that, but it's a step in it. It's a step in the right direction. It might not be as far as people would have liked, but at least they're heading in the right direction. Well, they have home home cultivation too, so that's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a plus. Yeah, but I hope it's they're not expecting the... three grams from home home cultivation. There. No, I think Bubble Hawk's got to be onto something. Like that's three grams when you're out mm. and about. You know, yeah. that's what you I can think... have because that otherwise it doesn't make any sense at all. I think mm. it's three grams of resin. <laughs> yeah. Chil yeah. reckons it's three grams per pocket. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, and sock. <laughs> You know, that's, yeah. right. oh, that's no Billy has a sock. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Billy has a spare sock. He keeps an extra just in case. When everyone starts wearing cargo pants, suddenly they become the fashion of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> extra mean, pockets stitched yeah. on and shit. Everybody wearing their three piece suit with the, right. all the jacket pockets and, you know, then the waistcoat pockets. Yeah, everybody starts dressing real nice. But yeah. So that, that, at least that, that's uh, some kind of good news, right? So it's all looking pretty good so far. I mean, you got the RFK thing with he he's looking at legalizing federally or decriminalizing at least. And then you have Ukraine doing the same thing. And then Luxembourg also doing the same thing. So everybody is heading in the right direction so far. And then we have Australia. Bubble Huck, would you like to explain what the fuck oh, is going on here? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. I just got the headline. It so good. Yeah, so Australia is now the first nation to let patients with depression or PTSD be described uh, prescribed psychedelics. Uh, so Sydney, Australia is now the first country to allow psychiatrists to prescribe certain psychedelic substances to patients with depression or post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, beginning Saturday, Astra- Saturday our time, Australian physicians can prescribe doses of MDMA, also known as ecstasy for PTSD, uh, psilocybin, the psychoactive ingredient in psychedelic mushrooms, can be given to people who have hard-to-treat depression. Uh, the country put the two drugs on the list of approved let- uh, medicines by the Therapeutic Goods Administration. Uh, scientists in Australia were surprised by the move, which was announced in February but took effect on July 1st. So One it's essentially legal now, right? You, like, you could go legal, to your doctor yeah. now and be like, Doc, I'm, I'm really sad. I need some so, mushrooms. Uh, so yeah, hold the excitement. Just, just, okay. just a little okay. like there's, there's great, and then there's a little bit. The fuck are they talking about going on in here? So, um, one scientist said it puts Australia at the forefront of research in this field. Chris Langmead, deputy director of the Neuromedicines Discovery Centre at the Monash Institute of Pharmaceutical Sciences, said there has been very few advancements on treatment of persistent mental health issues in the last fifty years. The growing cultural acceptance has led two U.S. states to approve measures for their use. Uh, Oregon was the first to legalise the adult use of psilocybin and Colorado's voters decriminalised psilocybin in 2022. Days ago, uh, President Joe Biden's youngest brother said in a radio interview that the president has been very open-minded in conversations the two have had about the benefits of psychedelics as a form of medical treatment. I'm saying the nothing. US I'm yeah. saying no, 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 no. I'm right there with you, Maggie. I mean, yeah, I would so, so say something about that. Yeah. It runs in uh, the family. Let me just say Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Why did I say something for? Okay, I'm going back to mute. I'm going back on mute. Sorry, Bubble. Okay. No, no, you're fine. The US Food and Drug Administration designated psilocybin as a breakthrough therapy in 2018, a label that's uh, designed to speed the development and review of drugs to treat a serious condition. Psychedelics researchers have benefited from federal grants, including Johns Hopkins and the FDA, released a draft guidance late last month for researchers designing clinical trials testing psychedelic drugs as a potential treatment for a variety of medical conditions. Still, the American Psychiatric Association has not endorsed the use of psychedelics in treatment, noting the FDA has yet to offer a final determination. Uh, and medical experts in the US and elsewhere, Australia included, have cautioned them that more research is needed on the drug's efficacy and the extent of the risk of psychedelics, which can cause hallucinations. There are concerns that evidence remains inadequate and moving to clinical service is premature. 
that incompetent or poorly equipped clinicians could flood the space, that treatment would be unaffordable for most, and that formal oversight of training, treatment, and patient outcomes will be minimal or ill-informed, said Dr. Oh, this one's a good one. Lick Natesky, head of Monash <laughs> Universities. Yeah. 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 You look, have a, you see, you give it a crack. <laughs> no, a- no, I wasn't laughing. I was laughing at the actual name. It's like Lick Natsky. <laughs> yeah. Lick Natsky. <laughs> lick my Natskis. You know, um, Lick my Natsky. He must have suffered at school for that. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have copped it for that one. Uh, so here's, here's where it gets interesting. The drugs will be expensive in Australia, costing about ten thousand dollars per patient for treatment. Oh. Ten grand, right? So Lick Monutsky said the opportunity for Australians to access <laughs> the drugs for specific conditions is unique. I'm just going to floss over that one. There's, exci- <laughs> There's excitement about drug policy progress. And about the prospect of being able to offer patients more suitable and tailored treatment with the constraints imposed by clinical trials and rigid protocols. So, you know what gets me here, Bobo? You know know what fucking gets me? It's where they're like, there are concerns and evidence remains inadequate. Move to clinical services premature that incompetent or poorly equipped clinicians could flood the space. And then it goes on about the drugs might be too expensive. Are you are you fucking taking the piss? Like you give a shit about any of the other drugs out there that are too expensive for the fucking patients and people can't afford them. It's like now you suddenly give a shit because it's a fucking mushroom. You dickheads. Absolute dickheads. God, I just, man. I just don't get where they get 10 grand. Like, I think like, it's because, I, like, I don't think it's the drugs, if I, if I understand it correctly, I don't think it's the drugs themselves, because obviously they're not nearly that expensive, but it's the whole treatment process, because when people are right, using right. Types of mm. drugs for PTSD or depression or whatever, it's in a clinical setting, and you have doctors overseeing the whole thing, and then you have integration and mm. all the shit that goes with it, and so this 10 grand is for the entire treatment process, not yeah, like, for- like two weeks in the, or four weeks in, yeah. in the in place don't worry you know yeah i just think it's shocking man you know how they like suddenly give a shit about how much medicine costs the fucking patient it's like come on but it is interesting though because i have read some articles recently about how a whole bunch of of like clinics over here in canada and the united states that were like geared to treating these types of issues with psychedelics and stuff have all closed down Mm. as well yeah, and well, I they, they, don't yeah. remember everything behind it, but a lot of it was, you, you know, you do get charlatans probably in there, who are just trying to make a quick buck at the mm-hmm. expense of somebody's, you know, PTSD or depression or really, really real health concerns. See, I think I think the thing with um with this with the whole psychedelics movement here is that they saw what happened when they legalized medicinal cannabis. And when they legalized medicinal cannabis, all these little fucking stores popped up with doctors that were able to prescribe for you. So mm-hmm. it's now as easy as jumping on the internet, typing in cannabis Australia, medical cannabis Australia, and you'll get 10 or 15 clinics that will um, FaceTime you. You'll talk to a doctor and within a week you've got the, you've got weed at your front door, right? Mm-hmm. Legally. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, yes, it's expensive, but in the terms of $10,000 per patient for treatment, it's a lot cheaper than that. And I think that's that's where I'm feeling these big numbers coming into it. They're like, well, we've seen what's happened with cannabis, so we, we can't really let that happen with mushrooms and MDMA or it's going to be a free-for-all. So if we if we put all of these caveats in there, the only people that are going to be able to afford this are people that are well off. Right, which means I mean, I mean, limits who can access the treatment. Yeah, because you think about how many people that are suffering from PTSD and um and and issues and mental health issues that this would help. There's not a lot of those people that are out there. Like I'm not I'm not saying that it's that it's blanket, right? Because there are people out there that are earning ridiculous amounts of money that do suffer PTSD and mental health issues and would benefit from this. But being that at these types of prices they're the only ones that are going to be able to benefit from it. It's mm-hmm. not, it, it's, it's going to skew a lot of the, um, a lot of the research from it. So 
You know, it's got to, it, it needs to be across the whole board available for every patient that wants to access it. Um, not just because you've got 10 grand in your pocket that you can spare. Cause that's the thing. Right. It's 10 grand. You can spare to spend on your mental health, um, which a, a, a lot of Australians in the current climate probably wouldn't have. I don't have 10 grand spare. I mean, not to spend yeah. on mushrooms, or, right. you know, I'd rather go for a wander. What the the really important question is here is like, how many mushrooms are getting? (laughs) How much MDMA? How many grams, bro? (laughs) You know, you spend ten grand and you get fucking three grams. It's like what? Be fucking pissed. (laughs) I know. I know the psych, the uh, the treatment, the medical treatments that they've done with it in the states and the testings. It's actually a just a a clear liquid that that you drink. You're given basically in a cup. Not mushrooms. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. it's definitely mm-hmm. distilled all down just the psilocybin, which you're getting. Well, it's a specific titrated dose, right? Because once yes. you get into a clinical setting, you can't just be like, "Well, here's some mushrooms I got out of a oh, bag." Oh no! Yeah, right? I think like gotta... I think you need to have five, but if you have six, we'll just see where it goes. <laughs> right? They've got to be pretty spot on with that stuff, which is. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like a it's a weird thing, I think, because once you put it behind these like in these clinical settings, it kind of changes the whole thing and then it makes the access much more difficult for people. Yeah. yeah. You find it funny. Is uh cannabis legalized in the same way all across Australia, or is there some places that are not allowed to have it? Uh no, every every state and territory, I believe, in Australia, it's you can get medicinal cannabis. And that's gonna be the same matter. position with the mushrooms, then I suppose, well, with the uh the, well, no, it's a the the difference is is that you have to you have to be um you've got to go to a psychiatrist so um i don't I, i'm a, this is saying just sydney but i'm assuming it's a federal cuz it's saying the nation um and i would assume they're just starting with sydney for whatever reason mm-hmm. maybe new south wales has the most clinically depressed people with ptsd I don't know, but that's where they they look like they're starting at. So, I uh, I mean, look, I think like, it's 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 great. It's something that it's you know moving forward in that area. I just can't get on board with that cost. Yeah, yeah, right. it's craziness, man. But that's the same thing with anything medical, really, isn't it? They charge a stupid amount of money because you have to pay it. It's medical. Yeah, yeah. Well, ten, you know, you, you ten grams of medical cannabis will cost you anywhere from about hundred and fifty. All the way up to two fifty Australian dollars mm-hmm. per ten grams, you know. So stupidness, man. Gets up there. But again, another step in the right direction here. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So you've had four steps in the right direction articles here. Marge, what's your saying? <laughs> Well, uh, I know I've been away for a couple of weeks and not to be the bearer of bad news, but Forbes magazine is reporting as of June 30th, 2023 at 1120 AM that why national cannabis legalization is still a decade away. Wow. You know, after all this great talk too, and uh, what RFK Jr. had to say, because I do support what he has to say, but Even though recreational marijuana use is now legal in 23 states and most Americans support ending the federal ban, investors, entrepreneurs, and politicians are no longer high on it happening in the next 10 years. That's crazy, man. I know. Um, Florida uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's already come up in today's discussion, recently announced that if he's elected president of the United States in 2024, he would not decriminalize cannabis, let alone legalize it. Right. I don't think we do that. He's quoted as saying, whose home state is the country's largest medical marijuana market with more than a billion in annual sales. And he was saying this just last week at a campaign event in South Carolina, which is super interesting to me that when you have a billion dollars in annual sales, that's going to your state that he'd be like, I don't see the point. He's a politician, isn't he? So he's just a hypocrite. Like the rest of them. Well, he's, yeah. been anti- he's been anti-cannabis for a long time, and he yeah. he's not really helped the medical cannabis market along at all. Matter of fact, he's thrown a few roadblocks up in its in its path as it's as it's been developing. But right, uh, we're not, sure we're not, let's not start get, let's not get started on that because that's a whole new story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, he's he's definitely lost a lot of votes by saying oh, he's not going to decriminalize or legalize. F- foolish, foolish. Sorry, much. Then we have President Joe Biden. 
isn't pro-cannabis, nor any of the other major declared candidates, including former President Donald Trump. Trump's mm -hmm. first attorney general, Jeff Sessions, rescinded Obama-era protections for the industry. And more recently, Trump said that drug dealers should be executed. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who opposed cannabis legalization during his first bid for president in 2016 and referred to tax revenue from pot sales as blood money, said during a town hall on CNN that he would end parts of, the, of America's drug war, but still opposes legalization. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was running as a Democrat and got arrested for marijuana and heroin decades ago, said he would decriminalize weed but stopped short at legalization. If Biden wins the 2024 presidential election, his term will last until 2029. If a Republican wins the 2024 election and gets reelected for a second term, the earliest a pro-pot president could take the White House would be January 2033. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you look at it from that kind of perspective, that's uh, not great news, unfortunately. Uh, Joe Biden seemed like the answer to cannabis or cannabis, the cannabis industry's prayers in 2021, but his record is mixed at best. In his lengthy tenure as senator, Biden was partially responsible for America's harsh drug laws. And as president, he fired White House staffers who tested positive for cannabis. Yet mm -hmm. in October 2022, he pardoned all U.S. citizens convicted of a federal marijuana possession and asked the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Attorney General to review expeditiously how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. And right now, uh, it is still classified as a Schedule One drug, along with heroin and LSD and other narcotics with a high potential for abuse and no medical value. So he's quoted as saying too many lives have been upended because of a failed approach to marijuana. Uh, it's time to right those wrongs. So he said that last year, but uh, I don't, he hasn't really changed anything. Has he? No. What is it? Only thing yeah. he's done is he's asked for a review of scheduling and that's all he's done. Right. And I guess he it said here too, he, uh, Pardoned citizens convicted of federal marijuana. Yeah, but that was all bullshit. No, nobody actually got let out because there was nobody in federal prison specifically for the only, possession of cannabis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. only simple possession of cannabis. Mm -hmm. you know, they had other things attached to them. Mm -hmm. like, like a possession of a firearm and shit like that. There was, so it was just bullshit. It was just like saying yeah. nice things to make people feel happy. Right. Like, so as politicians do. It goes on to talk a little bit more about sort of uh, the little stuff that Biden's doing right now. But essentially, the article is saying that, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, the candidates who are running now and how it could turn out, it could be another 20, well, 10 years, like they're saying, before mm -hmm. you have federal decriminalization or legalization, one or the other, which Crazy. is a sad thought. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I just, I won't argue with I mean, your guess, point, but I'm not happy about it. No, I know. I know. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, at least if Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is saying that he would decriminalize that something, but he's why would stop short at legalization? I don't really see. Unless he's trying to actually get elected and he's worried if he says that, then people might not vote for him. I don't know. The country's large and divided, so. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, uh, the, the pro-legalization side of, of the country uh, is well, I mean, we, it's a super majority now in the United States. So you would think that a, a political candidate would latch on to that as, as a good campaign strategy. Well, and that makes sense, too, because like, like it said right at the top of the article, that most Americans support ending the federal ban. Yep, that's true. So why is this so hard, politicians? Why? Money, why can't money, money from know, big farmers. money to be had. They're leaving money on the table. Yeah, but that they goes are. to everybody. That doesn't go to them. They only want the money for themselves. I'm sure they can find a way to be greedy and stuff it in their own pockets. But once they, they figure out a way, they legalize. <laughs> they're just still trying to figure out the way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's there's money in it for them somewhere. They all they have to do is be you know start sitting on the board of directors for some publicly traded cannabis company, and next thing you know they're they're rolling in the dough. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing more and more of the the anti legalization side keep coming back with this THC psychosis thing. And, you know, I keep asking myself, where are all these people? It, where, what's, where's the, uh, in, the institution that all these psychosis people are in right now? I don't know where they are. Where are they? You know, yeah. they keep telling me they're everywhere. No, nope. 
and that's and one of the arguments against it is like the cannabis has been legalized in lots of different states but they've seen no rise in schizophrenia and psychosis and shit i know um, it's so crazy but it, this article also says there's uh, morgan paxia who co-founded san francisco-based cannabis investment firm poseidon uh, which has 160 million dollars in assets under management was lobbying in washington dc late this spring when he finally accepted that america's prohibition on pot is not going to end soon any hopes that he any hopes that the biden administration will remove marijuana from the list of controlled substances is quote dead in the water end quote yeah and my feeling of federalization is that it could be 10 more years mm-hmm. so I don't know. Huh. So it sounds like he was looking at having this de- like descheduled or changing the scheduling or whatever, but it sounds like he's not even doing that now. The Biden administration chucked it in the fuck it too hard basket. Yeah, I guess so I don't. I don't know. I Biden. I feel like aged out of the job a long time ago but yeah but maybe yeah, it's aged. in the fuck it I forgot basket. Either of the two. <laughs> yeah. That guy can barely put a sentence together, let alone deschedule. Yeah. Something like cannabis off of thing. I don't know. It's just it's my favorite thing at the moment is to get high and watch some of his um some of his press conferences. Oh, god. some of the shit he says, you're like, dude, God save the queen. <laughs> queen oh, my oh my god. Oh my god. But you, you the thing is, don't, you don't forget, he's an old man. He's like eighty years old and shit. That's what I'm saying. He aged out of the job like twenty mm-hmm. years ago. This you is the thing, man. You can't use the excuse of being old if you're the president. I'm sorry, yeah, you yeah. took the job. You better better be able to do this. He really I shouldn't be there in the first place. You know that that's the way uh, it is, no, man. Yeah, I feel the same that's... with Trump, though. I mean, Trump is also seventy nine, and it's some yeah. he's approaching eighty. I don't see how you can still be like running for president after retirement age. You're like, you're correct you with like, that. Can you be on the golf course or on your yacht or some shit? Well, I think they're both losing it. Both Trump and Biden are contradicting themselves on a daily basis. So it's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're both forgetting what they're saying. It's I nice. See, That's well, a politician thing. <laughs> I was well, curious how old, how old is got... RFK Jr.? Yeah, Please I don't tell know. Me he's yeah. What are you saying, Bubble? I'll, I'll quickly I'll just say that. no. Biden, Biden just got lost on his way to a doctor's appointment and stumbled into the primaries, and it's all been downhill since then. I <laughs> 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 was just. Oh, fuck off! Yeah, that's what that's, that's the only that's the only reasonable thing I can feel. <laughs> because how and, else does he get there? I just, just did that Google you know, search, and it said I was like, "How old is RFK?" And it was like forty-two years old. I'm like, "Fuck off, forty-two. But that's his dad, 42. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was forty-two when he was killed. But, uh, how old is RFK Junior? He's sixty-nine years old. Sixty-nine. Why is this only? This is not an old man's game. This no. should be. It shouldn't be. No. It should, but I, I, at the same time, I think it's a tough job and nobody wants to really do it except for these crazy fuckers. I don't, it's, it's time for something different. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be Why 35 before you can run for president. So What's why that? don't they have a, you have to be 35 before you can run for president in the USA. Uh, oh, do you it's really? like, yeah, why don't they oh, yeah, they well, cap it like you have to be this old? What about they get to 17? It's like, sorry, mate, you're too old. They'll no, no RFK, right, is 69. They'll probably implement a rule saying no, you have to be under 70. You know, they, they'll fucking twist it up somehow to make sure they when did they write that in that you have to you have to be 35? Like, was that like a hundred years ago when you only lived to 40? I don't know. I, don't, I think it's an old rule, <laughs> it's been around for ages. <laughs> right. yeah, you know, maybe yeah, 35. <laughs> 35 back then in today's 80. You'll you'll be dead by 50, so that's fine. 35 will work. That's right. So it's like basically the modern-day equivalent of what we have now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Update the rules along with the scheduling of cannabis. But That's crazy. You know, 10 years in between legislating. And then you know what's going to happen? Is it's finally going to happen? And someone's going to be like, why don't we do this sooner? And everyone's going to want to shoot themselves right there. Yeah. Crazy. It's uh, it's fucking stupidness, man. And it's, it's aggravating is what it is. Because as you said earlier, there's a, a large percentage of the USA who is like, yeah, can we legalize this now? And well, almost just half got the these, states have legalized yeah, it. Yeah. Right? And just got these fools the who are running the country. And by the way, spending all the fucking money and like, you still like three trillion in debt and shit. It's like, why do we put these people in charge, man? They have no fucking Looks idea what they're doing. People three grams to walk around with. Surely they could do something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 
That's it. There's just a bunch of lawmakers like that. Lettuce is the devil. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. makes no sense to me that you've got so many states legalized and that they wouldn't just go, you know what? There's no point fighting it anymore. May as well get some money in the in in the coffers. Let's just do it. I, I just how that. how they pretend like they give a shit about us on one hand, like oh no, it's going to be bad for the people and their psychosis. We can't let them have it. But then they don't give a fuck about anything else. You know, when it comes to the opioid epidemic, for right. example, I don't care about that. Because, I don't care about how many people not. are dying and addicted to that shit. Nobody cares. Fuck follow it. the money, bro. Exactly. Always man. follow the money. All right, who's paying for these um these campaigns? Mm-hmm. Where's you know, how this is it's the same shit here. And like all the money from pharmaceutical companies, alcohol lobbies, tobacco lobbies, all of that all goes straight to those um straight to those people in government and their campaigns. Mm-hmm. That's it's in it's within those <clears throat> their interest to keep it illegal to service the people passing money on. It just makes me so mad though, because honestly their greed knows no bounds because honestly people are still going to use pharmaceuticals and people are still going to drink and people are still going to use cannabis. So why not just Mm. make it accessible? No. Right. Make it safe. That's it, man. Like everything else, they care about the consumer with fucking everything. Oh, we have to check your food and drink to make sure, but it's all safe. Apart from those pesticides, Monsanto keep putting in it, but yeah, we won't go there. (laughs) God clearly, damn! Clearly, clearly common what sense has no place in politics, man. <laughs> all of shit. Fucking sick of them all. But that's a completely different rant altogether. Fucking politicians. Hashtag Did... fuck the government, motherfuckers. Yeah, sorry to Did be you... the bearer of bad news, but it yeah, you like ruined it, Marge. You were doing so well. I, really <laughs> not to, but I guess it was, was my also... turn this week. Yeah, we should have made you go first, Marge. Yeah, that's what we should have done. <laughs> Are you saying, Bubble? No, no, no! I'm just laughing at the fact that you made her take the take the last cab off the rank with the bad news. <laughs> it's like, we're just gonna go with all the good news first, and then Marge can bring you the terrible news. Like, yeah, right. so there we go, That's everybody. What you get not being here for two weeks. <laughs> but let's move on with the forum news here. We only have uh, one piece of forum news, really. I mean, other than the competitions that we have going on over at Percy's. And we always have competitions over at Percy's. So if you're not a member of Percy's Grow Room already, you're missing out on some good times. So get over there and become a member and get involved in these competitions that we have over at Percy'sGrowRoom.com. Uh, and it's free. Did I mention it was free? I don't think I've said that before. Free? Anyway. No. For- free. First time I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pay. Free. Free. You can just sign up for free. They'll get signed up to Percy's if you went there already. But uh, just a little bit of forum news here. We do member of the month every month, and it is a new month. Uh, so we would like to announce Turpo Potamus as this month's member of the month. Uh, yeah, he's been around for a couple of months now, Turpo. He's settled into the community nicely, and mm. he seems to be having a good time, and everyone's having a good time with him around the place. So, you know, thanks for being around, Turpo. We appreciate you being there, bro. Happy yes. member of the month. I don't know. Is that what we say? Happy member of the happy, month. Congratulations. Congratulations you know, for being member of the you month. You would also get a month's free Patreon, but I think you're also a Patreon already as well. So, you know, yes. there's that. But yeah, just, you know, thank you on behalf of everybody at Percy's, on behalf of the panel for being an awesome member of Percy'sGrowRoom.com. We appreciate it. But... Your uh, ask is in the mail. Yeah, it's in the mail. <laughs> it's used as well, as requested. You know, Bedazzled and everything. <laughs> Uh, the interviews we have this week, we have a guy called uh, Jeffrey Salsia, who our friend Ryan Sprague uh, got, got us together. He, you know, uh, organized the interview for us. So we're going to find out who Jeffrey Salsia is very soon on the 4th of July, which is American Independence Day. Yay. I don't know if I'm allowed to cheer. I don't know if that's treasonous for me to cheer about <laughs> Independence Day. So yeah. we'll, just, we'll just leave it as that. Uh, on the 11th of July, we have Gino Kenny, the Irish politician, coming to join us to talk about the bill that he is having passed. On the 13th of July, we have Chris Trump coming to join us to talk about KNF and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we have Tommy Chong coming back on the 19th of July, everybody. So make sure you keep that free. That's a Wednesday rather than a Tuesday and a Thursday, which we usually have our interviews on. 
So, uh, you know, we keep you Wednesday three, Wednesday, the 19th of July. So put that on the calendar. Uh, and also, Mr. Goodbuds, we had some guys sign up to the forum. You know, we, we are a little touchy when people put links up and things. But anyway, <laughs> this guy signed up and he, he's started a new grow. Like, here's Mr. Goodbuds Pringles tube grow. And I'm like, oh, what yeah, the I fuck is this? One, yeah, yeah and, and Stotty sent me a message saying, like, who's this? You want to check this out? So I checked it out. And I was like, hmm. He's just like advertising this, Mister Bud Goodbuds. Who is this, Mister Goodbuds? And I checked him out. He's cool. He's got a YouTube channel and shit. Nice little community going on. So I dropped him a message. I'm like, Yo, we got this guy growing plants in a Pringles tub on our website, and I hear it's your fault. You want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, he's coming to join us in a couple of weeks on the 25th of July. He'll be coming to join us just to chat about, I don't know, that you know what the interviews are like. We just chill and relax and talk to people about stuff. So it's going to be a fun one, man. So join us for that on the 25th of July. Yeah. So, and if you want to join us live for all of these interviews, then become a patron again. We are just saying that again for uh, uh, patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room. And you become a patron for 420 and you can watch all of these interviews live and you can watch all of the interviews we've done for the past like eight months. It's been a while. Uh, they were all in the background and you can watch them all live. Well, not really live anymore, but, you know, unedited unabridged you can just sit and watch all of the interviews and there's shitloads out there and some of them have not been released as well you know because we release one interview every week but we do two interviews on average every week so there's a shitload of interviews that don't get released so check those out if you're a patreon as well just scroll down the list you'll see it And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. As usual, if you have any news stories that you see throughout the week that you would like us to cover on next week's cannabis news episode, then do feel free to get in touch. You can get in touch over on percysgrowroom.com if you are a member over there, which you should be, of course. You can also get in touch via our Discord server, which you can find in the description of this episode. You can also email me at Mackie at highonhomegrown.com. That's M-A-C-K-Y at highonhomegrown.com. And you'll be able to find us there as well. There's loads of ways to get in touch as well as social medias like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search for High on Homegrown and you'll be able to find us there and send us a message. But that's it for this week. Thank you as usual for downloading and listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope to catch you on the next one, which is on Wednesday for an awesome interview with Marco from the Brian and Marco show. It's, it's a real good one, man. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you bring pen and paper to take notes. So have a good week. Stay high, stay safe, of course. And I hope to catch you on the next one. See you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.